My sheep hear my voice, says the Lord. I know them, and they follow me. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. The feast of the dedication was taking place in Jerusalem. It was winter, and Jesus walked about in the temple area on the portico of Solomon. So the Jews gathered around him and said to him, How long are you going to keep us in suspense? If you are the Christ, tell us plainly. Jesus answered them, I told you, and you do not believe. The works I do in my Father's name testify to me, but you do not believe, because you are not among my sheep. My sheep hear my voice. I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish. No one can take them out of my hand. My Father who has given them to me is greater than all, and no one can take them out of the Father's hand. The Father and I are one. The Gospel of the Lord. One of the chief treasures we have in this parish is undoubtedly this magnificent Gothic church built in 1901. This past Saturday, I celebrated the baptism of Harper Hannah, the daughter of Kathleen and Griffin Hannah. I celebrated Kathleen and Griffin's wedding several years ago, and whenever I do a baptism of a baby of a couple that I married, I call it service after the sale. Actually, this is the second time I've performed this service after the sale because I also baptized their other daughter, Sloane, a couple of years ago. Harper's grandmother complimented me on our stunningly beautiful church after the baptism, and it was very humbling. I cannot think of any priest who would not want to be the pastor of Immaculate Conception Church and exercise his priestly ministry within these walls. Why is having an ornate, towering, traditional church so important? Well, because it should feel like our home away from home. That is, our true home is heaven. And every time we step foot inside these walls, we should feel transported to heaven. That is why the stained glass windows display images of the saints. There are statues of Mary and Joseph and Jesus. There are angels. And finally, there is the tabernacle with Jesus himself truly present. That is all what we will find in heaven. This weekend, we will celebrate our annual spring festival, and not only Catholics, but the whole River Valley community will stand in the shadow of this church 
And that too is a foretaste of heaven. We read in Revelation chapter 7 verse 9, After this I had a vision of a great multitude which no one could count from every nation and race and people and tongue. They stood before the throne and before the Lamb. And some of these people will not be standing, they will be riding steel horses. (laughs) In other words, even if all the people do not gather within these walls, at least they have come close to these walls and they have drawn near to heaven. This church should remind them of their home away from home. In the gospel today, we learned that Jesus also loved to go to the great temple in Jerusalem. We read, the feast of the dedication was taking place in Jerusalem. It was winter and Jesus walked about in the temple area on the portico of Solomon. You know, one thing we should remember about the temple in Jerusalem during Jesus' time is that it was not only a monolithic building, but it also had a larger temple area with other buildings, a courtyard, gates, and covered porticos. Just like we have this church, but also a huge parking lot, other offices, entrances, and exits into the church area. But the tragic thing about the temple in Jerusalem is that it was utterly destroyed in the year 70 AD when the Roman general Titus marched in with the 10th legion and leveled it, leaving only the west wall of the temple area, also known as the Wailing Wall. Can you imagine how traumatic it would feel if someone marched in and leveled this beautiful church and there was only one wall left standing of it, we too would wail and cry. But that decisive and defining event in Jewish history in 70 AD was also charged with symbolic value. How so? Well, that destruction was also a reminder that these earthly temples are merely our home away from home. That is, these edifices, no matter how enormous or elegant, will utterly, will ultimately not endure. They are here to make us long for our heavenly home of heaven. Someday, all earthly temples will be destroyed even this one. But don't be sad. It will have served its purpose. In the book of Revelation, St. John describes the heavenly city of Jerusalem, but also a heavenly temple in that celestial city. But it's a curious sort of temple. He writes in Revelation chapter 21, verse 22, I saw no temple in the city, for its temple is the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb. In Revelation, there are many role reversals. The Lamb becomes the shepherd 
The blood does not stain, but cleanses. The night is as bright as day. So too with the temple. On earth, we are God's temple because he resides in us. But in heaven, God becomes our temple and we reside in him. Our true and eternal home is the heart of God. And that is why this temple is only our home away from home. Praise to be Jesus Christ.